We are I. I was thinking the other day, well, actually, I can't even say the other day. I was thinking yesterday that I wonder if, because they say in today's times that sitting is the new smoking. I know that if any of you have ever heard of that sitting is the new smoking, it's like, well, what was the thing before smoking? You know, we don't really know. Like, there's a a laundry list of things that we know that human beings have done that they didn't think was bad. And I heard the other day that, you know, one of the main reasons why people used to move around and you're talking about at a time when it was like air quote civilized society, like, like, I'm not talking a long time ago, I'm talking like, maybe 400 years ago, like, very, very recent in our our past. You know, the humans used to move around because the amount of human waste that was left, they had to move on because of the disease that was created. And this is the reason why people typically didn't bathe and why perfumes were invented. You know, people didn't bathe because it was looked down upon if you did, because they knew that water carried disease. And this is exactly the reason why alcohol was even created in the first place. You know, so that people could have something to be able to drink because they knew they needed to drink, but to be able to purify the, the water enough to be able to not die. And now we have, you know, one out of every probably three people is a closet alcoholic that just doesn't even realize that that daily drinks because we have these absurd doctors that say, you know, it's okay to be able to drink at least one drink a day, which I find that so fucking hard to believe that people still say that bullshit. But, you know, when you look at that, people used to have to move around because the amount of human waste, how dirty it was, you know, and. They knew that they were smelly and some people were conscious of this, you know, so they created perfumes and this was the hierarchy. This was the, you know, the dukes and duchess and kings and queens of the world that had, you know, people that, that that's what their job was, was to be able to create perfumes, to be able to cover up the smell instead of bathing because, you know, they thought that there was an increased chance of dying because you, you did may have have an open sore, a cut or a wound and that may lead to infection, which at that point in time, a simple infection could lead to an an amputation of one's arm or leg or, you know, something along those lines, right? So let's say that for lack of a better example, let's say life, life in general. So it's smoking is the new life in general. And then sitting became the new smoking. Well, I'm thoroughly convinced that we're going to go back to lifestyle life is the new sitting. That's really what we're talking about here, which is the which is the old smoking, which is the old lifestyle, which is the irony how the past repeats itself no matter how much that you can try to turn the hands of time in a direction that's not just repeating the past. It's like you can't. And the reason why they say lifestyle again is the new sitting, which is the new smoking, which is the new lifestyle, is because instead of it being human waste, instead of it being that people lived inside structures where the soot was so thick on the walls 
that most of the time you couldn't clean it, whether that this was, you know, in castles and mansions down to simple homes, down to tents, because you have to realize you would never start a fire in a tent now. But that's how Indians used to live, especially here in Canada and North America for the longest time in these teepees because they were nomadic. They didn't have, you know, fireboxes with, you know, chimneys that and smokestacks that went out and then vented up top. Like I'm in my sauna all the time. And just that little bit of soot in the air gives me a chronic cough because it coats your lungs, you know, in that soot. Could you imagine living in a place where there's so much soot on the walls? Your lungs are looking exactly the same way. Yeah, but instead of it being feces and urine and soot from um, from fires to be able to keep warm, instead of all these things, you know, now it's sitting in a 68 to 72 degree environment, slowly rotting your body, literally sitting there rotting your body, sitting chronically, which is, again, literally rotting your body, you know, eating shit food that's banned in almost all other parts of the world is literally rotting your body. Saying they're pumping yourself with pharmacological drugs, literally rotting your body. Not challenging yourself in a meaningful way, literally rotting your mind. Not reading and not trying to accomplish new cognitive tasks, literally rotting your mind. Not taxing your body as this physical meat vehicle that it needs to be taxed so that physiological processes happen that make you feel good, literally rotting your body. You know, not physically taxing your body, not getting adequate amount of nutrients, literally is degrading your bone mass, literally rotting your bones, osteoporosis. And I can contest to this because through my DEXA scans, the one thing that astonished Peter and I by getting my DEXA scans is how, you know, I have great nutrition and I have weight-bearing exercise and sports my entire life. And I had less than adequate bone mass, which means that the minerals, the vitamins and minerals that I'm, you know, consuming, they're not, um, they're not being absorbed. And the water that I mean, because it's drinking, because it's demineralized water, pulling those minerals out of my bones, my blood, my body. So instead of putting it in, instead of the reverse happening, literally rotting my body. When we look at all these things today, lifestyle, literally rotting the body, you don't spend any time outside. Every single human being on this planet needs vitamin D to function properly. Every single person. If you don't spend time outside, it is so critical that human beings spend time outside to get adequate amounts of vitamin D. Even things like the Weather Network app tell you how long you have to be outside to get adequate vitamin D. Now, can you use that as your very low baseline? For sure. Is that optimal living? Absolutely not. However, the importance is if a thing an organization like the Weather Network, and they put out their app, tells you how long you need to spend outside to be able to get an adequate amount of vitamin D. Doesn't that tell you that vitamin D is really important? And if you are not spending time outside, and the only way you can get vitamin D is if your skin is exposed to the sun. Unless if you're supplementing with vitamin D. And if you are not spending time outside, 
you're not getting adequate amounts of vitamin D. Vitamin D is not necessarily a vitamin. It's more acting like a hormone in your body than it does as a vitamin. And it is absolutely critical for human health. Absolutely critical. It astonishes me that people don't supplement with vitamin D with everything that we know, especially since vitamin D was the number one thing that you could do outside of being healthy, making sure you had adequate vitamin D levels, absolutely critical to be able to prevent things like COVID. They also did this during the Spanish flu. They understood that vitamin D was extremely important. This is the reason why they took patients outside of the hospital and they laid them on the grass in the hospital. They laid them out in the courtyards. It's because they knew that vitamin D was that important. And our lives now trap us inside. You sit and you watch you know, Netflix all day. You sit in an office and work. You sit in front of computer screens all day. Like you, We do all these things that's just inside, 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 inside. But no, you need vitamin D. You absolutely need vitamin D. And how would you think that you not? We used to be chronically outside. We were inside very little. Very little. So how could you not think that something that you would get from the sun? Our bodies have evolved that we produce it or vitamin D in our body when we are exposed to the sun. This is how fine-tuned our bodies are of needing to be outside. So when you look at you know, a couple of things, and this isn't sun when it's hot, this is sun in general. So when you look at just these three factors of health that have an absurd amount of physiological benefit, being exposed to heat, heat shock proteins, sweating, the dopamine, the anti-inflammatory effects. Yes, yes. The detoxifying, the clear, or the cleansing aspect of being outside in the sun, sweating. Yes. Being outside in the cold, you know, the cold shock proteins, the anti-inflammatory effects, the norepinephrine, you know, the the everything that goes on with being cold. Being out in the sun, getting the vitamin D, feeling alive, feeling fresh. That's why you feel so good in the summertime is because that vitamin D and when people have sad seasonal effectiveness disorder, they give them vitamin D. Didn't that tell you something? So those three things, the sun, the heat, the cold. There's so many. The laundry list is so long. So long. The positive effects that happen in your body from just simply being exposed to those three environments. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Because lifestyle, inside lifestyle, not taxing your body, not doing anything, is the new sitting, which is the new smoking, which is the new sitting around doing nothing, the lifestyle. Well, not sitting around doing nothing, the the being around human beings back then. So now that you're armed with this information, go, go spend an hour researching the benefits of vitamin D and being exposed to the sun and the little amount of time that you need to spend outside to be able to do that. And if you've just started listening or you haven't heard anything about the effects of sitting in a sauna or a cold bath or just being out in the the sun in the summertime and the cold in the wintertime, or maybe you live in somewhere where the, the climate is too temperate and you don't have that direct exposure, but go seek out those environments. Almost every single rec center has a sauna. Ice baths a little bit harder, but do a cold shower if you need to. But those three things can astronomically change 
the overall benefit to your body health-wise. They can absolutely change the course of healthcare in your life by simply doing those three things.